Welcome to Into the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, I still say that 2020 is going to be an outstanding year and that 5,780, the Jewish calendar, is going to be an outstanding year, especially for those of us who are a part of the kingdom of God. Spiritual believers, as you already know from the news media that on top of the coronavirus crisis, now we have a crisis of, I would say, faith. Most people say this is a crisis of what? Of a race riot or something like that. But I asked the Holy Spirit, I asked Daddy God, you hey, Vahe, I asked Lord God, Holy Spirit, Ruha Kadash, to tell me what's really going on. A lot of this is distraction and subterfuge. This is not what the real deal is. The real deal is the prize of the hearts and souls of mankind. This is a battle between darkness and light. This is a battle between good versus evil. This is a battle for the hearts and minds and soul of the people on planet Earth. Spiritual believers and listeners, hear what the Lord is saying. God will shall be done on this earth as it is in heaven. And if you want to be on the winning team, you need to get in alignment with the kingdom of God. You need to get in, in alignment with God, Abba Father Yuhay's, Vahe's agenda. And his agenda is not about hate. His agenda is about love. His agenda is about peace. His agenda is about unity, not division. My pastor asked me what were my thoughts about what was happening. It's really interesting because God is never caught off guard. God is always ready for the Satan. As a matter of fact, God created Satan. So he can never out checkmate God. God has his people, his generals, his apostles, his evangelists, his preachers, his prophets, his teachers in position to do his will. Months before this happened, I was driving down Adams Street, which is a street in Tallahassee, Florida, where Florida A&M University resides. And there was another yellow piece of tape saying that another crime, another murder had taken place. Two years prior to driving down that road, a young African-American male graduate of Florida A&M University with a master's degree, had his own business, was actually murdered and his business burnt to the ground. And a year after that, two years after that, there was another murder across the street from one of the homes of the president of the university. And then as I was driving home, driving to work that particular day, another ticker, yellow ticker tape, more police, more reporters, another death. I had 
unholy outrage. The outrage manifested to me hearing God tell me, do something. And he told me to do the Jericho walk in the area where the murders took place. Both most recent murders. And I obeyed. I obeyed God. And I did a short seventh post walk in that vicinity. And to this day, there has not been another murder in that area. Shortly after that, I'm preparing to go to church sun that following Sunday. And my daughter, who just graduated with her IB diploma from Rickert High School in Tallahassee, Florida, my daughter Jordan said, Mom, did you know that there was another killing, another shooting in Tallahassee where another another young African-American male was shot by another young African-American male. And I went to Regal Theater where the crime took place and I did the Jericho Walk. This time, members, some members from the community, some members of my church came and I did the Jericho Walk. And then one of my colleagues who was also a graduate from the doctoral program from Florida A&M University, um, Donna, Dr. Donna told me, you know, we should try to get the community, all the churches, everybody organized and just do a march around Tallahassee, go to the center of Tallahassee and go to the north and go to the south and go to the east and go to the west. And God gave me a vision a vision of this, this movement radiating out of the epicenter of the capital of Tallahassee through the outskirts of Tallahassee, through the outskirts of the state of Florida, through the outskirts of the United States of America, and eventually the world. And so I presented this to my pastor, Pastor Steve Dow and Pastor Yvonne Dow for their approval because you must be do everything decently and in order. And even though it wasn't at that time a Christian heritage um, church event, I needed the prayer coverage of my leadership because Satan is no joke. Yes, we have authority and we have power, but Satan has power also. He doesn't have authority, but he does have power. And Satan was one of the wisest angels in heaven. And he's been around long before mankind was even created. So there's nothing that he can't do. He is, he is the ultimate agent of deception. He makes red seem white and black seem white and red and white and blue seem yellow. Oh yes, he's the ultimate, ultimate deceptor. Deceived us out of our authority and power over this earth, which Christ Jesus had to come back and shed his blood to get back for us. So 
Pastor Steve and Pastor Yvonne prayed and they said, we believe this is the Lord. And I reached out to all the leadership throughout this city. I reached out to all the churches throughout this city and we began our prayer walk. We began our prayer walk and it wasn't a very long walk. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And we completed seven prayer walks. On the seventh prayer walk, we in the, we knew that there was going to be a shakeup, a shakeup in the kingdom of God. Shortly before the seventh prayer walk, this is when uh, the news media was broadcasting about the coronavirus, but we still did our prayer walk being socially responsible, having our social distance as we walked. We completed our seventh prayer walk on May the 5th, I believe it was. That was the first Sunday of May. We completed the seventh prayer walk and we knew there was going to be a shaking in the kingdom of darkness. Soon after that, we've had once again one death after another of innocent African-American males being killed. The last one touched off such an emotional and fury in this nation that has not been seen since the 1960s with the death of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. So, what does this mean to you and I? My pastor asked me, what did I think of all of this? And this is what came out of my spirit. I understand that this is Satan. I understand that this is his mission. His mission is to divide and conquer. I know that once he finishes using an individual such as the poor man that permitted Satan to use him to kill another man, is he's going to use him up and then destroy him and move on to the next victim. It does not matter what sex you are or the color of your skin. All evil comes from Satan as well as foolish men and women who let the enemy use them. Once these individuals are of no use to Satan, he will destroy them. Yesterday, I saw the power of the love of Abba Father, Lord Christ Jesus, and Lord God, Holy Spirit. When I saw officers holding protesters in their arms, and they were hugging and loving on one another. I saw police officers and sheriffs and state troopers and even military personnel taking a knee because they too hurt. I know that there are good men and women who out there in all sectors of our society who are hurting from such an awful 
awful thing. But this is Satan. This is evil. And all Satan wants to do is cause a race war, which will not happen. Satan can forget it. You cannot out-checkmate God. God is a God of love and God is a God of justice. And God has a history of taking evil, of taking bad and turning it for the good of the world and the good of his people. Prime example, terrorist Saul of Tarsus. Yes, terrorist Saul of Tarsus. Saul of Tarsus was a brilliant theologian, was brilliant in Greek and in Hebrew, was being prepared, we believe, to be the one of the high priests. He studied under the high priest Gamaliel. This man was brilliant and he was ruthless when it came to the things that he thought he thought was of God. So this ruthless terrorist, Saul of Tarsus, went about wiping out, killing, killed was behind the first killing of the first martyr of the church history, Stephen. Paul later or before that he was Saul of Tarsus later called Paul held the coats of the men and the men and women who cast stones and killed the first martyr of the church Stephen one of the deacons of the church full of the holy spirit yes this terrorist did evil killed many christians imprisoned others was on his way he had warrants for the arrest of Jewish people who were in the practice called the way that's right the way that was the original name of the church and Saul of Tarsus was in present-day Syria, on the road of Damascus, on his way with the warrants of arrest for people who practice the way, who are Jewish people. They were Jews. The original church was Jewish. Jesus the Christ is Jewish. And as he went on his way, he had an extraordinary event that turned his life 180 degrees in the opposite direction. A bright light came on the road of Damascus and knocked Saul of Tarsus off his high horse. And the voice said, the light had a voice, and the voice said, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And Saul replied, Lord, who are you that you say I persecute you? And then Jesus spoke to him. He was blinded. He was blinded. And for three days, he fasted and prayed as he tried to process what had happened to him. 
and another Christian who was also sold out, was in the way, Ananias, sold out to God. God told him to go pray for Saul of Tarsus, that he was his servant now, and that he wanted him to pray that he receive his sight again. And Ananias said, God, are you sure? This is the same man that had warrants, papers to come and arrest us all and to kill us. You want me to go to pray for him? And guess what? Ananias, trembling, I'm sure, <laughs> on what got on Straight Street. That's right. The name of the street was called Straight. He got on Straight Street and went to the house where the terrorist, the desperate live, was there praying. And he laid hands on him and the scales fell from Saul of Tarsus' eyes and he became Paul, the 13th apostle, they say, and wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. That's right. God took that brilliant mind, that knowledge of Hebrew, that knowledge of Greek. He took that man and used him for his good and for his glory. God is known. He is notorious for going in and taking the very people that the enemy used to kill, steal, and destroy from others for his good and for his glory. And he will do the same today. It doesn't matter if you look at every great move of the church, the great revivals, the great awakenings, the, even, even the formation of our nation was a product, was a product of the great awakening of Count Zippardell built a tower and prayed for a hundred years, people prayed, from, got in that tower, two in twos, they were in twos, and they prayed, and out of that was birthed many revivals, many awakenings, one in which Whitfield came to America from England, along with some others, to start planting the seeds of the revolution, the 1776 revolution that eventually created this nation from a great awakening. If you look at every period of unrest, even the unrest in the 1960s, where it was unrest, there were race riots, there were all sorts of, sorts of awful things that happened. Out of that came the movement, the Jesus movement, where Sid Ross and many other great leaders right now came from. Paul and Jan Crouch. Oh, yes. Out of every unrest, every powerful um, move of Satan, there's an even more powerful move from God. Um, Azuzu Street in Los Angeles, California. There was a move over in Scotland and England that spread over to 
Azusa Street spread over to 17 Methodist preachers who basically um, basically spread this information, this this baptismal split to an African-American who basically was the founder, was used by God for Azusa Street. And these saints of God was given a warning, was told in advance about the earthquake that was going to happen in San Francisco. God told his prophets in advance. The earthquake occurred because it was from God. God told them it was coming. And not the earthquake was from God, but that the prophecy was from God. And he told the people that the earthquake was coming and they were in position to help the, the hurting, to save others from certain death because they were trapped. Oh, yes, God, you can't out. You can't out checkmate God. So out of Azuzu Street came another great revival, another great awakening. And the prophets of God today are sounding the alarm. There is about to be another major awakening, something that will be the combination of the last three major awakenings in the United States of America, the holiness movement, the movement of miracles, signs and wonders, and the movement of freedom, true freedom that can only be purchased by the blood of Christ Jesus. Yes. Yes, we are seeing something powerful that is about to happen in America. We are seeing something powerful that is about to happen in the world. The harvest is ripe. The harvest is ripe. This Sunday on June the 7th will be our eighth prayer walk at the steps of the Capitol. On Sunday, the old steps at the steps of the old Capitol of Tallahassee, Florida, June the 7th. At 3.30 p.m., we will have our eighth prayer walk. Our eighth prayer walk. And I guarantee you, the gates of hell shall not prevail against us. We are about our Father's business. We are here to be the church, the bride of Christ Jesus. We are here to bring heaven on earth. Love will rule and love will reign and justice will rule and justice will reign. You cannot outcheck Abba Father Yuhei You cannot outcheckmate Lord Yahshua Mashiach Christ Jesus. And you sure enough cannot outcheckmate Lord God Ruha Kadash. Lord God, Holy Spirit, whatever the enemy sends for evil, God will, no doubt about it, turn it for our good. I'm amazed 
And I, one of the interesting things that God was showing me was how the enemy is trying to quickly eliminate the older generation, the fathers and the grandfathers of the people of God. Why? The spiritual fathers, the spiritual mothers, the spiritual grandmothers, the spiritual grandfathers. Why? Because we have the wisdom. We've seen Rodney King. We know about Martin Luther King Jr. We know about, right? Malcolm X. We've seen what has happened in the past. We know what is going to happen again if something is not changed. Do not expect anything different if you're doing the same things you did in the past. We need new solutions from revelation. Revelation is higher than anything else. Revelation is wisdom and knowledge and understanding and insight from heaven, from Daddy God, you And guess what? We are going to receive it and we are going to be the salt. We are going to be light of this world. The sleeping giant of the church has been awakened. Rest assured, the sleeping giant of the church has been awakened and we will be about our father's business. No one will manipulate us or deceive us into not being about the agenda of God. Spiritual believers, this will be a great year. 2020 is going to be, is a great year. And God's glory, God's glory and honor will prevail in this year. We are going to see a great awakening, a revival that this earth has never seen before. It is the precursor. It is the precursor to the rapture. The rapture is when Christ Jesus, our husband, our king, our Lord, our high priest comes to take his bride up to heaven for the seven year, seven years of the wedding supper. And then he comes back with his bride riding a white horse to bring judgment to this planet. And then he will reign for 1,000 years after he casts the false prophet and the Antichrist into the lake of fire. And he will chain up Lucifer, used to be Archangel Lucifer, Satan, Diablo, the devil. He will chain him up for a thousand years while he reigns and rules and shows the people on planet Earth what God had originally intended for this planet to be like. And then after that thousand years, Satan will be released once again to deceive and trick those who he can into coming against Christ Jesus, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And once this is done, God, Christ Jesus will end it 
all, it will be ended for good. He will cast Satan himself into the lake of fire along with the false prophet and the Antichrist who had already been there a thousand years before he got there. And then God will cleanse this earth and cleanse the heavens. He will fire will come and destroy planet earth too. This is planet earth too. destroy planet earth and the heavens. And then he will create a new planet earth, planet earth three and a new heaven. It will be purged and cleansed from all the sin and wickedness that Lucifer, the archangel of worship, brought onto the planet Earth and to the people of God. And the one third of angelic hosts that were with him will also be cast into the lake of fire. Unfortunately, with all the humans that were deceived by him. So we are coming to the crescendo. We are coming to a time where people need to decide who they believe. As for me and my house, we will serve the living God. Daddy God, you hey, by hey, Lord God, Christ Jesus, Yahshua Amashiach, and Lord God, Holy Spirit. I choose Christ Jesus. He is the way. He is the truth. And he is the life. And only through him to the Father. Daddy God, Yuhei loves the world. He loves every human being on planet Earth that was ever born, that is born now, and will be born in the future. He loves us so much. That he wishes that not one man, not one woman, not one child should perish. He loved us so much that he gave the most precious thing to him, his only begotten son, Christ Jesus, to die for our sins. And to give us the opportunity to reconcile with the only true living God and to Come back into the fold. Come back and be a child of the of God. To be the bride of Christ Jesus. Yes. He gave up Christ Jesus and Christ Jesus willingly took our sins, took our sickness, took our disease, took our lack, took our poverty took every foul demonic curse on this earth into his body so that we could take his riches, take his wealth, take his healing, take his health, take every blessing on this earth. Oh yes, Christ Jesus, the Lord God, Holy Spirit, and Daddy God, Yuevahe, loves us that much. And so... We, if you have not chosen, we must choose who we're going to serve and who we're going to believe. Spiritual believers and listeners, this 
the time, it is not too late. It is never too late. And the church has to be about our father's business. People are dying and going to hell because we have not done the things we should do. And it is over. God says we, it's time for us to do the things we need to do. When God comes back to get his church, he doesn't ask people who are sons of Satan, people who are doing evil, people who are doing wrong. Why do you do evil? Why do you do wrong? They can't help it because they have not born again. They do not have the new spirit. So they cannot do it. They cannot. But he will ask the church. He will ask us. Why were we not standing in the gap? Why were we not reaching out to the lost? Why were we not doing the things that God ordained for us to do from the beginning of time? Why were we not fulfilling our purpose, our destiny by what? Fulfilling our vocation, this, the skills, the, the skills and the talents and all the wonderful things that God has given us. Why weren't we taking those skills, those talents, those giftings and giving God pleasure and honor and glory, pleasure, glory and honor? And when we do that, when we take our vocation, when we take our giftings, when we take our talents, when we take the things that God has given us for God's glory, for his honor, for his pleasure. We fulfill our destiny. We fulfill our purpose and we receive eternal joy and temporal happiness. Spiritual believers and listeners, please listen and choose life. Choose life over death and life can only come through Christ Jesus. I would like to end this broadcast with Romans 10, 9. If you profess with your mouth that Christ Jesus lives, died, was buried, and rose again, and you accept him as your Lord and Savior, you are saved if you profess this with your mouth. Thank you once again for joining me on Enter the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM Wave 94. To be a